said, hey, welcome to the man cave happy hour. I said, hey, welcome to the man cave happy hour. We're gonna drink a fine whiskey and smoke a really fine cigar. It is time for Happy Hour. It is the Man Cave Happy Hour. Whiskey, cigar, spirits, the stories that go along with it. I'm Jamie Flanagan. I am Matt Fox. And uh, just like the sign says uh, behind us, it's a podcast for everyone. <laughs> it really is. There's a, we had a big old banner, uh, and it says it's a podcast uh, for everyone. And to prove that point, once again, uh, we're bringing on somebody just way better at bourbon than us and way better looking. <laughs> so that's coming up in, in, in just a second. We're going to get to that. And uh, But just one before we do that, we just want to thank everybody taking the time to uh, stumble into the man cave with us. And uh, please like, subscribe, collect, uh, uh, follow. Yeah, uh, it's 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 funny. Uh, I always look for the stalking button, uh, and I I you know because that's kind of my jam. Uh, and it's not there's not one in there usually most of them, but it's not, collect or follow yes, or collect or follow. Uh, like uh, ring the bell when makes you, me want to go get tacos. When you want it, when you start your own streaming service, you can put a stalking button yes, in there if you want. I will. To. I'm going yeah, to. Yeah. I'd like to stalk this podcast, please. Uh, well, and after today, people might be stalking the man cave. All right. Anyhow. Uh, it, yeah, so it's uh, a podcast for everyone, and uh, mm-hmm. the, the thing is, uh, our guest today, uh, just right out of the right out of the the, the polar vortex, mm-hmm. Which, <laughs> and she kind of oh, yeah. she power, shared it with us. The yes, power is yes. back on, yeah. and uh, it's it's right out of Buffalo, New York. It's the Buffalo Bourbon Babe. Yep, Rachel. Hi. Rachel, welcome to the Man Cave. Hello, Rachel. Hi. Thanks for having me, guys. Absolutely. So, uh, absolutely a pleasure. Uh, you came across my timeline. I, have, I don't know if it was Instagram or, or Facebook, and um, I was just jealous, 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 <laughs> jealous. Um, you pose with some of the most amazing bourbon bottles, and I'm like, oh, my goodness. And then it turns out you work at a place that doesn't even uh, focus on bourbon. <laughs> and- I do, which is like the, the most. The weirdest thing about it is I've always worked, you know, traditionally with bourbon. Mm-hmm. Um, my most recent endeavor has been with Lockhouse Distilling, and we actually focus on gin. So it's been quite a 180 for me. All right. So, but before we get to all that, Rachel, uh, we want to we wanna backtrack a little bit. Yeah. And uh, Rachel, uh, tell me about your childhood. Oh, my childhood. Ooh, <laughs> we're going deep dive on this. Yeah, we, yeah, we are. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm actually not from Buffalo. Oh, okay. It's funny. I'm from Long Island. I don't have an accent, though, which is really amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I don't really have a Buffalo accent either, though. We have, like, that really nasally, like, the A, like, the A's are super nasally. Ah. And I'm like, you know, I don't really have a Buffalo accent, but I don't have a Long Island accent. Um, but, yeah, I'm actually originally from Long Island. Moved to Buffalo when I was about eight and here we are, still in Buffalo, still doing it, still dealing with the cold. But wow. we got to 40 degrees today. So did we. Plus, because the other day it was one degree out here. So was it here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, it is. It is brutal. Like, it has been such a mild winter here. And then as of recently, it's been horrible. And we're supposed to get another storm tomorrow into Thursday. Mm-hmm. I'm like, how are we going to go from 40 to snowstorm? Like, yeah, I don't know. I know. Because I teach high school. 
uh, for a living. Yeah. And uh, so uh, I, I, it, the game on, Rachel, because I just got the call that there's a snow day tomorrow. Oh, so Mr. Flanagan does not have to go. I don't have to put on the Mr. Flanagan costume. All right. Good night, everybody. <laughs> have a good one. Appreciate it. I'm leaving. So, uh, yeah, that means I don't have to behave myself, although I, I do have he to get do. an Uber home. So. Yeah. Uh, right. yeah. yes. so that's kind of that's kind of the game plan uh with that so um but uh so what brought you into the world of spirits what was your first experience uh with spirits because you said you you did work with some bourbons i did so actually when i was about 22 23 i started working as a promotional model for jack daniels and deep body vodka okay again, so pretty much was doing a lot with jack daniels um really worked my way up and there's a distillery in Rochester called Black Button Distilling. They do bourbon, they do an empire rye for New York State. Um, They focus heavily on bourbon. They do have like a bourbon cream, which is phenomenal, as well as like a gin and vodka. Hmm. So I applied to that position. You know, like I felt like I didn't really have, um, you know, the background in it. I've never done sales for a distillery. I was like, there's no way I'm going to get this. Like it was on a whim. I just applied. I ended up getting the job and I was like, okay, now what do we do? (laughs) So now I'm in the world of bourbon, like fully into it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I was working with them for a while, um, was at one of my accounts, which is actually a whiskey bar. It's called lucky day. It's here in Buffalo. It's one of my favorite places to go. It's one of the best whiskey accounts here. They have over 500, it's just a wall of whiskey. You walk in and it's it's overwhelming, but amazing. So I went in there to drop off some product one night. And this man was sitting at the bar. I was sitting by myself. And he's like, oh, like, are you here alone? And I was like, yeah, you know, like, this is one of my accounts. He's like, what do you mean? I'm like, oh, well, you know, like an account with work. I work with them. They carry a lot of my products. He's like, oh, I'm in town from Jersey, you know, explaining I'm in from work, this, that, and the other thing. I was recommended to come here. So I'm like, you know what? let me buy you a cocktail. I'm like, let me, you know, give you the good old Western New York welcome. And he is like, I want to hire you. (laughs) Sir, I don't know what kind of lady you think I am. Um, And he's like, no, no, no. I actually am the, you know, Northeast Territory sales manager of Devil's River Whiskey out of San Antonio. Wow. And I was like, wow, right place, right time situation. Mm -hmm. So I ended up signing a contract with them, uh, worked for them as a New York State Territory Sales Manager up until when COVID hit. Um, you know, things just kind of went downhill from there. I got furloughed. Then there is a distillery in Rochester called Iron Smoke Distilling. Oh my goodness. Okay. Um, I got picked up by them as, you know, the pretty much upstate New York sales rep and was with them for about six months. I got poached by Lockhouse and now I'm with Gin, which. Again, it's been such a different transition, but it's almost kind of nice because bourbon's like my hobby. It's yeah. what I like to do on my downtime. Mm-hmm. I found that when I did work for a bourbon distillery, like having it as a hobby and having it 24 seven is so much like yeah. it's a lot because then it's like work is hobby and hobby is work and you don't get downtime and you almost get frustrated. So I've been in this industry probably since I've been 22. So it's been, you know, over 10 years now. Uh, it all started out with me applying to work for Jack Daniels and moving my way up to now I'm the director of business development at a distillery in Buffalo, oh, which is yes. high school. That is fantastic. Yeah. So really the um, 
the oh. the 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 distillery that you're you're at now does do, is I didn't see a whiskey uh, in the in the stable. Is there? No, there's no whiskey in the okay. stable. So we do a barrel aged gin. We have the longest barrel aged gin in the U.S. at four years and forty two days. Okay, um, it's the closest thing that we're going to probably get to a whiskey at this point. Um, we've tossed the idea around back and forth, but in my opinion, the last thing that New York State needs is another bourbon from MGP because you know it would have to be sourced or a rye or a whiskey. Um, and I'm not sure if you're familiar with this area. There is a really amazing distillery called Hartman's Distilling, okay. which is a few roads over from us. Um, they are MGP sourced, but they are working on their own. But it's like, you know what? We have such great distilleries in our backyard here. Why try and bring on more products when we have a solid core? Mm-hmm. You know, our slogan is drink more gin. So why <laughs> add another, you know, here, we're going to throw this into the mix that we source. That's kind of my thoughts on right. it. Um, I know a lot of people have different opinions on that, but why are you going to buy a New York State whiskey when you can get one from Kentucky for a lot cheaper? That's still, my opinion on it. You no, know, Rachel, I got, I got it, Rachel. I got to tell you, yeah. a few years back, three years ago, Jamie's walking down the street, <laughs> and he was in a kind of a crabby mood, and you know, he's walking down the street with his bride, and you know, he's. She's like, you're in a crabby mood. Grab a grab a bourbon. Grab a cigar. We're going for a walk. So he's well, out there walking around, you know, and he's got he's getting non-crabby, and he looks down at his hands. He's got a bourbon in one hand and a cigar in the other, and he goes, I need to learn more about this. Yeah. And just out of the blue, he pulls man cave, man cave happy hour, and he goes online and he looks it up, and <laughs> goodness gracious, the domain is available. So yeah. he purchases the domain, and then he calls me on my goes, walk, on his walk. <laughs> And he calls me and he goes, hey, you, you want to do a podcast with me? And I said, what's it called? He said, Man Cave Happy Hour. I said, I'm in. He didn't have to say anything else because we wanted to learn about bourbon and whiskey and spirits and right. everything. And that's one of the things that we yeah. really want to understand is how people go about their process of making the spirit itself. Yeah, We've been to many distilleries uh, around Detroit, Michigan, area, yeah. and we've, we've talked to a lot of distilleries across the world. We talked to one distillery out of uh, Israel. Mm-hmm. Right, milk, oh, and, milk and honey, but we want to get on the road. Is one of the things that we really want to do, yeah. and kind yeah. of go around to different distilleries and visit different spirits. And that's one of the things we want to take Man Cave totally on the road in the next. I would say over the next year and a half oh, yeah, yeah. or so. Yeah, now that we well, can actually do. Like, yeah, now that we can. Right. <laughs> right. So, now that everything's kind of opening back up again. Yeah. So, so and that leads me to the question: When you post bourbon, post whiskey career. Um, what is one of the things that you miss or that you really enjoy about the whiskey now and the bourbon now? I mean, I, I miss a lot when it comes to like working with it because I, I know with black button with iron smoke, like I knew the distillers, I could literally pick their brains about things and go into the distillery and even help them distill for a day. Okay. Um, really see the process of it, the barreling process, the aging process, go into a Rick house, which is amazing mm. to see in person because one of the times you see those things when you go to the bourbon trail, you don't really see them every day and it's very guided. This right. was very like, I can wander around, I can do what I want to. Mm-hmm. Um, I miss that side of it. Um, I like the side of it that I'm still enough in the industry that, you know, the bottles that everybody sees me posing with, they're mm-hmm. accessible for me to find because I've built these relationships over the years with these stores. Right. Um, do I, I see some pappy on the shelf behind you? Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then the, yeah, the old fits. There we go. Yeah, these and there's are, some Willets. One of oh, our nice shelves. This the, is a nicer shelf that we uh, have going on right here. 
Oh, a bunch uh, of a bunch of Willets down. Uh, Stag seventeen on there. Oh my goodness! Oh my gosh! That's a spicy yeah. meatball right there. Yeah. <laughs> That's honestly, I was never a Stag Junior fan. Mm. Um, it was too spicy for me. It was too hot. Like mm-hmm. the proof was too high for me. Christmas Eve, I was like, you know what? I want to revisit this because everybody talks so highly of it. Mm-hmm. And I revisited it and I'm like, wow, this is this is nice. Like, I like this. I like these spicy bourbons. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm getting more into the higher proofs. But I feel like one of the things that's been great for me is like, I can go to other distilleries and the distillers and the owners recognize me. They'll be like, hey, do you want to try? We're doing this, I give it a go. And they're like, you know, if you're looking for a new job and I'm like, I'm very happy. <laughs> I'm very happy, you know, like I love what I do. I love my distillery. I love the owners. I love my distiller. Like it's been fun though with gin to see how that's distilled versus bourbon. It's like a 180, but it's almost not because the botanicals to me are like the mash bill of a bourbon. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's, it's been interesting. It's a really different transition in the best way possible. So it's uh, so the bourbon bottles, right? You have you said you got some old fits back there and some pappy, and and uh, you do you're very very active on, on Instagram, and you do these yes. fun you get fun little Q and A's. Except for I'm like don't I literally went into um, I got a sponsorship today with a cigar um, cigar lounge. They sponsored me, which is super cool because I was like, wow, this is the coolest thing to happen to me. <laughs> and I walk in, and he's like, what's your favorite bourbon? Because every single person asks you, what's your favorite bourbon all yeah. the time? And I'm mm-hmm. like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Please don't ask. And, and what's the proper way to drink it? Uh... I so I always do meat. I never meat. I never do on the rocks. And some guy today was DMing me. He's like, "Should I be drinking it neat?" And I'm like, "Honestly, I'm here to tell you, you are welcome to enjoy bourbon however you want to. You want it in a cocktail? Put it in a cocktail. You want it neat? Do it neat. You want to put it in the freezer and drink it like that?" However you enjoy it is how it's meant to be enjoyed. And I'm like, don't let anybody ever tell you differently. Mm-hmm. Don't let people look down on you for putting ice in it, water in it, whatever you want to. Mm-hmm. That's like my biggest issue is now people, like the bourbon snobs that are like, oh, if you're not drinking it straight, like leave people alone. <laughs> Bourbon's meant to be enjoyed with friends. Yep. Stop. <laughs> exactly. Stop. So, but yeah, so it's, uh, we, I usually, we always, whenever we try something, we always started out neat. Neat. Yeah. Um, yeah. neat. Usually in the evening, though, because I teach high school and I got to be up early and, you know, are you drunk again, Mr. Flanagan? No. I was drunk yesterday. yesterday. I'm yes. hung over today. So, <laughs> you know, I got to. There's no difference, kid. You'll understand in a few years. It's movie day. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so I usually, so I'll usually do like, I'll fill a glass with uh, with ice and then do a pour over that because it lasts longer and I'm not doing two. So oh, yeah. I try to behave myself. So, uh, you yes, know. Yeah. I'd uh, start limiting myself. The last podcast I did I drank literally a half a bottle of Eagle Rare. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, God. It was so bad. Like, it was just not a good night. Then I um, <laughs> I decided to open my old bits and my Elmer T. Lee and mix them together. Mm-hmm. How'd what that go? I, I well, after so a half bottle of Eagle, Eagle Rare, who, who could freaking tell, right? But, yeah, I was like, oh, this is really good. Like, <laughs> great. And I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. Okay, who let me? And it was a Monday night too. It was a school night for me. Hey. I had an early day on Tuesday to spin class at seven a.m. Mm. School nights that I thought it would be okay. And surprisingly, the next day I drank a bunch of water and took some aspirin before I went to bed. Mm-hmm. 
I was fine the next day. Yeah. I'm like, I'm concerned. This see, is not see at your young age, you can do that. At yeah. our age, yeah, that doesn't work. Yeah, yeah. I got hard miles on me. That ain't gonna <laughs> tap it's be a tapping. So, uh, oh, yeah, boy. oh my goodness. So, but in, in the, the Instagram, very, very active on the Instagram yeah. and uh, some really fun Q&As that you do. And uh, one of the things you said is that there's some of these bottles you just won't open. Um, yeah. What bottle do you have that you just won't open? And, and what... Because apparently it wasn't the Fitz. I thought it was the Fitz. No, honestly, the the Weller, the CYPB, it was so difficult for me to get this. They did not release it in New York State. Well, in my area, they weren't released this year. Okay. That is one that, like, I need something, like, monumental to happen to open it. Right, right. Um, Like finding a backup. (laughs) Yeah, like, until I can find a backup. And I'm, like... I'm really open about that too. I'm like, if I don't have a backup of something, it probably won't crack it open if it's something I can't find. Um, but like the CYPB was the most difficult bottle for me to find. And I actually ended up going into one of my accounts at work and I knew they had it. And I was like, hey, um, will you sell me a CYPB? And they're like, you want one? I'm like, can I have one? They're like, well, we can't sell it to you for retail what we sell it for because we'd feel bad. I'm like, right. Cause I don't want to pay $700 and no. he's like, no. no, he's like, you know what? You always do well by us. You always come in here. You help us out. You're in a good mood all the time. Sure. We'll sell it to you. They sold it for me to me. I was sitting in my car with it, like holding it. And I'm like, <laughs> how do I, I own this. Like, this is mine. This is really mine. Like I really own this. And I was like, Oh my gosh, Did you, I own this. And she's it was, dancing. Like, like it's the nutcracker. I literally was like, yeah, like you know, a major award. Like, <laughs> The major award in a Christmas story. That yep. was like it's a major award. It's, it's a major award. <laughs> it's a major award. So that did you do the gratuitous crotch shot there uh, in the car as well that people do all the time? You know what? I don't ever do crotch shots. I'm Good. Like up by my steering wheel, but I'm like, I see people like put their phones in or their watches, and I'm like, I have an Apple Watch, so like, uh, I don't have anything that cool. Like these people uh, with like their Rolex, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm not on, I'm not on that level. Like if I had a cool watch, I might do. A crotch shot with like a, a cool watch in it, but like I don't, I don't have a cool watch. I don't have a cool car. I drive a GMC terrain, so I'm not like, oh, look at my steering wheel and my watch. I'm yeah. like, I'm like, look at my GMC and my Apple Watch that I use to track fitness. <laughs> For being completely honest, like so no. I didn't, I didn't take a crotch shot. Like this is a it's a podcast for everybody. So what about, tell us a little bit about uh, Lockhart. You got you got poached by them. They said, we need you. And uh, what was it about them that you were like, I, I need to be there? So actually funny with Lockhouse. I ended up, when I was with Black Button, the director of business at the time had wanted me to work for them. And I was like, you know what? I'm really happy with Black Button. I don't want to leave. So again, revisited it when I was at Devil's River, met with Corey, and he was like, you know, we want to have you for events and stuff. You're really good at it. And I'm like, you know what? I'm with a national brand now. I want to stay with it. What I love so much about Lockhouse is the distiller, Brian and I have been friends since we've been like 14. Hmm. Like I've known him since I was 14 years old. I loved the fact that it's been like pretty much primarily there's two silent, well, three silent partners. Um, It's been the same people. And they were like, Hey, we don't have time to run this. We're giving it to you. Hmm. Run it how you want to. And I'm like, really? They're like, we we don't know anything about the distilled spirits industry. We know our bits and pieces, but we don't know what it's going to take to make it successful. 
And honestly, that was so appealing to me because I feel like I've always been like a sales rep, a territory sales manager, a brand ambassador, a promotional model, but I've never actually had the reins to run with and really run a distillery how I see fit. And I mean, I've been in this industry for over 10 years. I've seen things that Jack Daniels have done that has been amazing. I've mm -hmm. seen flops. I've seen a lot of stuff. And I feel like at this point, I know what works and what doesn't, especially in my market. So that was so appealing to me and just like, the two silent partners that I deal with the most, I love them so much. They're fantastic. They're not fake at all. And they're not like, oh, you know, like you're doing a great job and not meaning it. And they're not, they're not hands off, but they're very like, you know what? We trust you, do what you want to do. So I'm like, all right, cool. And so far nothing's caught on fire. Um, <laughs> they haven't made us bankrupt. So things have been good. We're, we're doing great now. Yeah, and you know, like our sales are up 170 percent since I've started. So That's awesome. it's been really good. Yay! Really Yay! <laughs> but to have the opportunity, like our sales, our case sales for last month. Last year we sold 36 cases in January. Um, this year we sold 115. So wow. we're doing good. We're doing really great. I'm excited. Yeah. But so for it's, that uh, opportunity yep. to yeah. go from the ground up pretty much when it comes yeah. to that spirit that that just had to be an amazing experience and you're you're doing so well and whatever you've done is working so what's next what what's going to be happening over the next couple of years for the distillery honestly like we're focusing right now we potentially may put out a few new products obviously not going to be bourbon not going to be whiskey mm -hmm. um as much as i love it i just you know we're a gin distillery that's mm -hmm. what we did we were actually the first distillery in buffalo since prohibition too so that's kind of our claim to fame is we were the original ones in buffalo mm -hmm. we're the oldest distillery in buffalo you know we closed on our bar with the pandemic but we're hoping to reopen by spring sure so you know we're hoping to get the bar up and running we're really just hoping to grow everything get into a bigger space and we want to be on a national level sure. that's kind of my personal goal is to take the distillery next level mm -hmm. like we're in a few different states i'm going to dc next well this month it's february yep. i'm going to dc yep. in a few weeks um to really reopen that market because uh, we have a Sakura gym, which is Cherry Blossom. Mm -hmm. They have the second largest cherry, or the first largest in the U.S. Cherry Blossom Festival. Buffalo's the second largest. Yep. But, you know, yep. like we just want to be on a national level. Um, our coffee liqueur is fantastic. That's like our flagship spirit, which distilled with 13 pounds of espresso. We let it macerate for three Ooh, weeks. So it is wow. I know. I'm like, I'm going to have to send you guys a bottle. Let's yeah. Try it out. Yeah, yeah. Definitely send you guys a bottle of it if you like coffee. Yep. Yes. Um, Hi. I'm a banker. I Yeah. I'll drink yeah. coffee every day. <laughs> I'll just send you guys out a bottle of it. But it's it's amazing. It's caffeinated. For every ounce of it, there's the equivalent of a 10-ounce cup of coffee caffeine-wise. So it's alcoholic caffeinated. It's just good. You can put it in your coffee, and it makes people 70% more tolerable. So, <laughs> Is that the proven scale proof there? It's uh, yeah. Oh, funny. yeah. It's living <laughs> proof that people are more tolerable when you drink coffee before. I like you, you mentioned that you had the barrel finished gin, uh, and it's it's yeah. the longest the longest barrel finish of any uh, gin in the states. You said in the U.S. actually at this point. Okay, so we're the longest barrel finished in the U.S. Right. Um, and we're a little bit different because I know Tommy Rotter, they're one of our neighbors. They do one as well, but they leave theirs at barrel proof. Mm. I haven't tried theirs, but I think that they use a bourbon barrel, and so does Black Button. We just use a virgin. Uh, three char oak barrel from the uh, cooperage up in the Adirondacks. Oh. So ours is very like you're aging gin the way that you age a bourbon. Right. It's fantastic because to me the way I approach it to people it's for the gin drinker that wants to get into bourbon or the bourbon drinker that wants to approach gin. Right. You can do any cocktail with it that you would with gin or bourbon. It makes a fantastic 
old fashioned. Mm -hmm. um, it's great. And I mean, we have an Amaro too, uh, which is an Italian digestive. Mm -hmm. That is really good in a black Manhattan with some rye. Ooh. It's amazing. Wow. So we, we do a lot of different products. And again, it's been fun to learn these things because I'm like, my background is not in Italian digestives, not in <laughs> cocktail liqueur, not in gin. So I'm like, all right, this is all new to me. And it's it's almost like a little adventure every day when I go in. And I'm like, yeah, this is what we're doing today. Because awesome. every state is different mm -hmm. and laws yes. are different and they change in the way, as the wind blows. <laughs> um, but uh, you, have a, you, have a, you have a really nice website. Uh, yeah. are, you guys, are you guys selling online? Uh, so, are there states you can sell to, can't sell to? So here's the thing is we actually just went over this too. Um, wine can sell direct to consumer. Mm -hmm. Liquor cannot. Distilleries cannot sell certain states. I think you can. They're actually, this is a huge thing. Um, we're a part of the Distillers Guild in New York State. We've been fighting this for a while. Yeah. We mm -hmm. want to be able to sell direct to consumer, but with the laws, with distribution, distributors, they're saying, they're trying to argue that it's going to take money out of their pockets. But I'm like, all right, our argument is if we have somebody in Idaho that wants it and it's not carried in that state, why shouldn't we be allowed to ship that over to them? Right. right. Yeah. Okay. No, I don't agree with it. Yeah. So we're working on that. It's something that, you know, I'm heading to the Catskill Mountains in March to have a huge conference about it. We've been fighting it for a while. Um, bourbon Pursuit is one of the podcasts that I've mm -hmm. listened to since I got into bourbon. It was suggested to me yeah. so that I can learn about it. They were just talking about it the other day. I think maybe I'm incorrect if I heard it incorrectly, but California is on the brink of passing it that distilleries can sell direct to consumers and ship direct to consumers. Okay. So it's just whole, it's pain in the butt and like I would love to be able to but certain states you can't certain yeah. states you can mm -hmm. but that was one of the things I have to actually look into and get back to my boss about because I was like I think we might be able to and that's actually on my to-do list somebody says homework <laughs> didn't do um, I was supposed to do that yesterday and I didn't do it yeah. So we just spent the past 26 or so minutes talking about spirits. Yeah. And we, you know, before we went on, we had, you know, sent out a few messages saying, hey, it's a gimlet night. However, yes. you're, how, you're calling an audible. You called an audible. On us. <laughs> so we're actually going to do your drink because ladies first in our world. And then we're going to do the gimlet. And you're going to walk us through how to make that gimlet. Because on the on the website, on your website, what's the website again? It is lockhousedistillery.com. Lockhousedistillery.com. Uh, you have some nice recipes to go with each yeah. each of your spirits. And, and you know, I mean, if you have access to Lockhouse, you might use Lockhouse yeah. stuff. But if you don't, right. uh, you know, you can you can pull in some pinch hitters. This is a, a gin that, that we love, uh, Friends, a friend of ours. It's a High Clear Castle. Do you watch the Downton Abbey? I don't know. So Downton Abbey, well, you're familiar with Downton Abbey, right? I'm very familiar. Yeah, I just never watched it. Yeah, yeah. So the castle uh, where they film it is actually Highclere Castle. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Um, and so the botanicals that are used in this, uh, this cat Adam von Gutkin, perfect. Uh, he's from the. He's from uh, like uh, the. He's from the. the New, he's from New, New Hampshire. New, New Hampshire. Hampshire. Yeah, somewhere. Yeah. He's up in New England there, and uh, he partnered with Lord and Lady Carnarvon mm -hmm. uh, of Highclere Castle, and they came out with this. And uh, the botanicals, most all the botanicals, are from the Highclere Castle estate. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, here's the thing: Lord Carnarvon's like he's a big whiskey guy, and huh. uh, he loves that whiskey finish. And most gins don't have that that. Whiskey 
whiskey finish because right. a whiskey will well hang on what they did they added to to the basket they mm-hmm. added uh these very special oats that are mm-hmm. only grown and then the high clear high clear estate is mm-hmm. known for the their oats uh they feed most of the the the, the, the horses yep. in, in england with uh, these high clear castle oats uh they put oats in the basket and that the oats add add this finish to mm-hmm. it, this this oiliness, this uh, it, it so it gives this more of a whiskey finish. It's and it's gorgeous straight, and it's uh, yeah. you know I, I'm not uh, you know I, we want to we want to promote Lockhouse too, but uh, this is <laughs> yeah, if, if you're looking for a gorgeous if you're looking for a gorgeous really gin, like that, mm-hmm. and the bottle's gorgeous, and uh, yeah. the, the people are awesome. Uh, so we we were we we pulled an we pulled an audible and we pulled out the high clear gin. But what cocktail yeah, did yeah. you want to do? So we'll get to a, a gimlet with that coming up. But what 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 other what recipe okay. were you calling up? So this is one that I actually ended up making myself. So well, I mean it's not like an OG thing. Like I've only done it. Well, <laughs> we have this gin. It's called Ginnaman. Ginnaman. So people are very apprehensive about it when they see it because you think pine meets cinnamon. Mm-hmm. So we're in New York style gym, which means that we're distilled with at least 10 different botanicals. We do marshmallow root, cassis, which is a type of cinnamon. We do garden sage, balsam fir. We do a lot of different botanicals with it. This guy right here, we distill with Vietnamese and Indonesian cinnamon bark. So this essentially is fireball without the aggressive burn to it. It does not taste like gin. To me, it's more of a liqueur. Okay. Fantastic. So what I like to do with it, and anytime I do a cocktail class, I always do a ginnamon cider mule. Oh, so yeah, like, we get we, right, we, we got we got not we got none of that here. I know we got. <laughs> like, like, we, what can I make that's going to be interesting? We don't got tin cups. We don't got. <laughs> we don't got. I'm like I have a shaker. I have apples. Like we're see, doing I free. see. I love. We I got love the shaker. cider though. We have the shaker. Shakers that's about as far as it goes. Cider in like this, like a hot ginnamon cider, yeah. is like my holy grail that, in the autumn time. That's like oh. that's like calling an audible on a hot toddy. You just do that yes. instead. All right, so no. give us this. Uh, now, what is it? What would you call this again? Ginnaman. It is going to be a ginnaman cider mule. Okay. Um, if anybody Gin- has access to ginnaman, this is one of the best cocktails to make with it. Mm. Um, it's my favorite, and I promise you, ginnaman does not taste like gin. <laughs> so what I do is I slice up half an apple. I will take some of the slices, like a handful or so. Does it matter? It Does it matter what type of apple? Granny Smith or Red I mean, Delicious? Or... I like Granny Smith, but right now I have Honeycrisp because okay. that's what I eat. So I was like, I'm going to do some Honeycrisp. Fair enough. Huh? You're going to take it. You're going to put it in that shaker, and you're going to kind of muddle it in. Yep. Now, you're going to pour an ounce of the gentleman. I like to wing it because sometimes you like a little more, sometimes you like a little less. Jamie, <laughs> a little more for Santa Claus. A little bit more for Santa Claus. <laughs> a little bit. You put a little so you're going to kind of muddle the apples into the gentleman. Yeah. Now, what you're going to do, you're going to take your cider. Mm-hmm. We actually have a cidery bias called Mayor Brothers, and I always feel like a jerk when I don't use them because they're, like, local, but mm-hmm. I'm, like, fake, whatever. So you're going to take it, and you're going to put a little bit in there. You're not going to put an excessive amount. I would say probably two ounces. Again, we're over here winging it because I didn't grab a jigger. <laughs> we're going to shake it. I'm not a bartender, but we're shaking it. It's good. We're doing it. So you take that, and you are going to strain it into your cup. So, ice cube, no ice cube. I so I actually have one of those round spears in here because nice. I was like, all right, this thing won't this thing won't actually melt that quickly. All right. 
Next, what you're gonna do, you're gonna take your ginger beer. I am very partial to Fever Tree. Yeah. I'm very partial to them. Mm-hmm. You're just gonna top this off with some of that ginger beer. Okay. Then you wanna get fancy with it. You're gonna put some of those apple slices in there. Oh, it's there gonna you look go. real pretty. Throw you can up. do like a cinnamon sugar rim too. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like it. No, <laughs> do it. No, don't, you don't have but, to. <laughs> I was a little late on opening that up. So there you go. Cheers. It's Look at- really, it's a nice cocktail. It's good for like this weather. Honestly, it's better hot, but I wasn't really trying to be like, let's go in the kitchen and heat it up on the stove. Yep. Um, super easy though, honestly. Just these two things alone. You put these together, put them in a crock pot on low. It is the best thing. It tastes like a, a little apple crisp. It's the okay. best way I can describe wow. it. But yeah, just the... Gentleman Apple Mule. I mean, I don't really have mule glasses either, those mule cups, because... It looks like... It's got a beautiful color to it. It really does. Yeah. Like, it's honestly... It's a really pretty cocktail. And, like, if I'm making these for a class, we will do simple syrup around the rim Mm -hmm. with a little bit of cinnamon sugar. Mm -hmm. And, like, you know, just kind of put the apples on it. Yeah. It's a crowd pleaser, because who doesn't like apple cider? And the gentleman just gives it that really nice cinnamon kick to it and all those baking spices. Right. And again, it's not going to have that overpowering, like a fireball, like the sugary, the aggressive burn to it. You're just going to have that really subtle, like, oh, this is nice. I like this. And me going on a ski trip in a couple of days. Mm. I'm a little slow on the uptake now. Okay, fine. Is that recipe (laughs) on the the Lockhouse Distillery uh, website? So we will be updating it to be included on there. Okay, cool. We're going to be redoing the website a little bit. Um, Me and my boss, Tom, talked about that because... We want to make it more user-friendly in the mm-hmm. sense of if you are from New York City, because we are distributed in New York City, we want you to be able to go on there and click where you can find us. Yep. Um, so we're going to be updating it. I want to update some of the cocktail recipes because this beard specifically, before I came on, we were selling like five to seven cases a month of it. Nobody right. really liked it. It was kind of a joke. Mm. We go through 35 to 40 now a month wow. because wow. I focus heavily on the gentleman. Mm. Um, I wanted to do something different. Coffee's kind of, again, our flagship, our coffee and our vodka, but mm-hmm. why not make something popular that isn't moving when it's a super, it's so easy. Mm-hmm. Literally two ingredients and you have a great cocktail. Right. And how often is it that like, you know, you're going to a friend's house and you want to bring something with you. You don't want to stop and get 20 ingredients and then be like, oh shoot, I forgot this. It's two things. It's super easy. And also a lot of my accounts have taken that and have replaced fireball with it because it's an easy shot. It's okay. a really easy mm-hmm. shot. And I mean, the kids like it. It's good. Excellent. Yeah. All right. So we um we we saw the gimlet, and uh, wow. we've never done a, a gimlet. We haven't done we because we partied with the Highclere Castle guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But uh, we we haven't really done a gin, gin. cocktail. Right. Um, and so we wanted to do, and I'm like, the gimlet is a standard. Let's mm-hmm. do let's it do is. let's it is do a the standard. Classic. So um, you want to walk us through uh, the recipe yeah. for a, a gimlet? And I'm going to start sure. filling things into a shaker here. I've got so limes gonna... to cut. Yeah. Okay, so the limes are cut. That's perfect. So, yeah. so you're going to want to do about two ounces of gin in it. So give or take two, two and a half, depending on how boozy you want it. All right. You're going to do like a half an ounce of lime juice. So I'm going to say that that's going to be like probably a whole lime because they're so tiny. Yep. And then you're going to do a half ounce of simple syrup. You're going to put that all in the shaker. You're going to shake that up until well, and then you're going to just strain it. I like to put mine over ice because, again, like I like everything cocktail-wise chilled. Yeah. But you can turn that into a cocktail cup, and you're going you're gonna to drink it. Oh. It's going to be good. 
All right, so we're we're squeezing we're squeezing the juice here. Only we're trying to <laughs> those brand spanky new limes. How much are you getting out of that? Are those uh, those are those are winter limes? They are yeah, they're rock hard. Yeah, that's what happens. Did you leave them frozen in your car? <laughs> I set them on the heater for a reason, Mr. Flanagan. Okay. Oh, yeah. I was scolding you for having them on the on the freezer. Do we want to cheat a little bit? Yeah, go ahead and cheat a little bit. All right. We'll che- add it to cheat this. Cheat that out. Put that well here. I'll let me open that. I got a fake-o, plastic-o. Look at right. that. I know. I was like, crap. Do I go to the store and get limes? And I'm like, I really want to make this gin cocktail because I feel like it's something that people – haven't seen and they're like what the heck is gentlemen and All i'm right. like let me enlighten you so the measure on the line was a half right half ounce give or take I mean, all right you know, so we did we did one and mm-hmm. so we'll make two cocktails correct then. all right and so um and the simple syrup is is was a half as well it's going to be a half ounce as well all yes. right so we got uh we got some we I mean i just got some crappy store-bought simple syrup um, yeah, you got to do you well, we've got to the point where we actually make our own. Do you now, make yeah, do you blend yours down? Do you do blends and things in the in the simple syrups themselves? Yep. Oh yeah. yeah. I'm very again like my biggest thing is if I'm making a cocktail even like at home, I want it to be great. I don't like drinking things that are like half-assed right. or I'm like uh store bought. Like there's nothing wrong with that, but if I'm like making it myself, it's going to be like the full nine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. One of so our, was it two ounces of gin? Uh, two to two and a half, depending on how boozy you want it. All right, two. So one of our good friends of the man cave, uh, Tara, uh, Tara was actually just named one of the top 100 bartenders of the Midwest. Because, really? Yeah, no, you, I, no, of the country. Uh, of the, the country. country. Uh, she's representing, she's like one of uh, a handful from yep, the Midwest. From yeah. the Midwest. Yeah. And, and But she makes her own syrups. And oh, she'll cook down stuff. It's just amazing stuff oh, that she yeah. makes in her cocktails. You can do so much with it, honestly, because I've done cocktail classes where it's been like, We've done a mule before with our vodka. It was a um, cranberry mule, and we made a cranberry simple syrup. And it was—it wasn't supposed to be at all, but it was—it was amazing. Wow! All right, so juices you shake. Anything with the juice in it, you shake. Anything yep. that's just uh, spirits, you spin. <laughs> you spin. You stir. stir. Spin. That's the—that's yeah, the, sp- like the technical name for it. It's you spin them. So just if you didn't know that, we figured we'd mansplain that to you. Yeah, yeah that, that was one, another one of your things. You're like, if some one more dude tries a mansplain bourbon to me. Oh my God. I know more than you. Like, so, I'm not trying to be a jerk. And, like, and that's the thing. You're super safe with Matthew and I because we don't know nothing about nothing about nothing. <laughs> So, I love to yeah, so we that's what we turn that's and that's the whole purpose of the man cave. We turn to people who know what the hell they're talking about, right? Um, right. to get the information, get you know, professionals. And this is looking frothy and 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 fun. This is look, this looks frothy yeah. and fun, and it looks pretty big. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> thank god I got a snow day tomorrow and I don't have to go to school, is all I'm saying. Jamie, oh, yeah. you're driving me home. Yeah. Okay, all right, here we go. Oh, that's it. All right, and here we are. Oh, and you're supposed to decorate it with a lime wedge. No. All right, you're supposed the, uh, to cut that in what half. What do you think of this? Yeah. I do love a good gin gimlet. I won't lie. It's good. Never done the gimlet. We did, uh, I forget what we did. Or did uh, a rusty, no, that was with scotch. Rusty was nails with scotch. With scotch. Yes. I don't even know what yep. we did. All right. All right, so. There we there, there we, we are. are. Oh, hang on. Let me. I'm, Ooh, that's nice. Let me get the. There we go back to. 
back to that. And then, uh, so, all right. Cheers, Matthew. Cheers, cheers Rachel. Rachel. Cheers. Cheers. Chief. Chief. <laughs> Chief. Chief One Love. Chief One Love is here. Oh, that's light. Oh, yeah. Mm, I like that. It's that's... nice because it's not overpowering and neither is like the lime because you're not using too much. Um, what I actually right. like doing with lock houses because we're a botanical forward, mm-hmm. instead of using limes, I use cucumbers to really oh. bring out those botanicals. Ooh. But nor- yeah, like muddling a cucumber, I do a little bit of club soda and then the gin, you really taste all the botanicals in yeah. it. Something like a normal gin. Is that like a London dry gin or an English gin? It's a London dry. Okay. So London dry, I like lime in it because I feel like it really kind of complements the gin. Yeah. New York style, I really feel like a muddled cucumber complements the gin a little bit better. Wow. Any plans for uh, Lockhouse to to make its way to uh, the Midwest, to Michigan specifically? Uh, hopefully, yes. yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. If if you, if you yeah. do and and you find yourself out on a sales trail, uh, you gotta you gotta look us up. Yeah. Oh, I a hundred percent will. And like that's uh, why I'm like I'm loving doing all these because I'm like all right now I'm getting like little connections in different places that I'm like cool. If I go out, I can be like here I got you this here let's show me around. We've me we've helped different. launch. Uh, we did we did the launches for two different ones. We did yep. Joe Lewis Bourbon, Joe, Joe Lewis, Lu- and then we did uh, Three Chord Bourbon yep. here in Michigan. Yeah, mm-hmm. Oh, I know Three Chord. Tony DeYoung. Yeah. Um, I used to work for him for Deep Buddy. Yeah. Um, I worked for him a while ago. Him and Paul Nanula now run Three Chord. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're very, very um, prominent in the Buffalo market as well. That's awesome. Uh, Tony did a fantastic job really building that brand up in this area. Yeah. I mean, he's, anything I feel like he touches just kind of like turns to gold. Mm. He does a fantastic <laughs> job. And that's, that's one of the people that I actually like, I was like, wow, I just kind of have to like morph myself into kind of the way he is to really be successful in this industry. And he's always been the person to be like, kid, if you need any help, like reach out. I'm a phone call away. And he's always been fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So as I was spinning our cocktail, Wayne uh, checked in. He's like, I learned that in spin class. <laughs> so yeah. Thanks for checking in, Wayne. We yep. appreciate when people uh, join us in the man cave. You know what would be a lot of fun on the rim of this? Mm-hmm. A sugar rim. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah because again, the simple syrup, you're adding that subtle sweetness to it. Mm-hmm. So you have like a pure sugar cane rim, like put some simple syrup around the rim and then dip it in sugar. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Hmm. I could just see me doing that. I'm going to put an umbrella in it and I'm done. <laughs> Rachel, we got to hang out and drink cocktails more often. Yes. I agree. I, uh, this is fun. We appreciate you uh, taking the time. Sorry we were so late getting rolling. Oh, my gosh. No, uh, honestly, never apologize because everybody's time is very precious. And yeah. I never want to, like, cut anybody short or be like, this is my time. Like, I got it. I totally get it. We appreciate you. And thank you for cutting your spin class short 30 minutes oh tonight my, yeah. to join us. I cut my really spin appreciate class short. That. I was like, I got to go. <laughs> Leaving. And they're just kind of like. And I'm like, I have, I have a podcast. I gotta go. Bye. <laughs> wow. I gotta go talk what to is, these old. What is that? <laughs> what is this podcast thing? What's I up? Don't... Yeah, they're like, what? What do you mean you're doing a podcast? I'm like, don't worry about it. I'm doing a podcast. You'll, you'll, you'll hear it later. <laughs> awesome, Rachel. It's been an absolute pleasure to have you. What's so, so it's Buffalo so, yeah. Bourbon Babe on Instagram. Yeah, uh, LockhouseDistillery.com uh, on the web, and uh, so there's a bar there, and people can come in and see you and see operations and get some cocktails. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're in the Buffalo area, you got to look it up. Yes. it's five hours and thirty two minutes from here. Not that I looked it up or anything. <laughs> 
I googled I that. I mean, I was is like, that. Is that going through directions? Ca- is that going through Canada? No, to get no, up no. There? We got to stay stateside. Oh, okay. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, Rachel, again, thank you, uh, and uh, we'll we'll see you again yes. in the man cave. Uh, yeah. Cheers. Awesome. Cheers. Thank you so cheers, much. Guys. Appreciate it.